You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is a little lore episode for the Acolyte staff, recorded September 26th, 2023. I am your host for this episode, and my name is Orchid. And I am Elemist. Hello. Yo. We have some info for you. We encourage feedback. It can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can tweet at me at hey, it's Orchid. You can tweet at Elemist at I underscore am underscore Elemist. I'm never going to call it X. Like, I would rather die. Like, it's never oh, going to yeah, happen no. from my mouth. Fuck that. It's, sorry. No, no, it's not. Mm, no. Um, you can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Uh, we are on Instagram and threads at guardians of lore, guardians of flore. You can also find us on blue sky at guardians of lore.bsky.social. Uh, you can leave us a review wherever you can find the podcast. Uh, Apple is probably the best place to do it. Five stars is the correct number of stars. So <laughs> thank you. Uh, you can also find us in our discord. There is a link down below in the description for this podcast. Uh, but if you would rather type it out, you can. It is discord.gg slash lorehub. Thank you so much. Please come hang out with us. We are sometimes fun. Sometimes. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say we're fun all the time because sometimes we have to sleep and we're boring. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps and it allows us to, oh my God, I'm yawning. I'm so tired. Every little bit helps. Um, your money helps us. I have not gotten a lot of sleep. Okay. It helps us uh, pay for the podcast and the hosting and everything like that. So we really do appreciate it. Um, and it allows us to pay Rindles so he can leave his basement. Thanks again to our subscribers, Valragna, Linkman22, uh, Doom, Firebird, and Unnamed Guardian Less Than Three. Thank you so much. We really appreciate all of you. Yeah, we do. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You can also find our info on thelorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. We're still there. I think we are. I think we're still there. Uh, you haven't deleted us yet, so I mean. I haven't. I haven't like seriously I haven't so it's okay um so we are on a week 11 of being DDoSed uh through Bungie have you even been able to play <laughs> I was able to play today actually oh okay how long did you play for uh good like four hours Oh, wow. That's like right. a record for lately right. because like I've been able to play for maybe 45 minutes at a time before I get kicked to orbit or I get disconnected or I get kicked to orbit and disconnected. Yeah. Um, today must have been a good day. Uh, Doom is saying he got three hours of a raid today. So 
That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for the past couple of weeks after uh, the gun glitch happened, which was still so much fun, I haven't had that much fun in Destiny in a really long time. You can love it or hate it, but I loved it. I thought it was good. So people, I guess, are big mad at Bungie because, of course, they are. And they've been attacking Bungie servers uh, by DDoSing them. And that sucks. So it's still happening. It's been happening for weeks now. <laughs> and nobody can play the game. Yeah. Uh, so I had a couple of friends playing Crota and Crota's now done the reverse <laughs> Ethernet cable and is now invincible in the raid. Ah! Oof. Crota's now like just gone full invincible. There was another one I saw a video on Twitter that he's like hitting his sword like twice as fast as he's supposed to be and is like zipping around like oh, all damn. over. And I'm just like, I would want no part of that. I would leave. <laughs> that is so, so much chaos. So Crota is eager edging. Crota is eager edging and also invincible. <laughs> like not even like kneeling for damage. <laughs> you just you would immediately <laughs> die and you can't do any damage on him. And he is trying to just straight up murder you. <laughs> so my God. <laughs> I want no part of that. <laughs> so stressful. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I was doing um, I was doing like the weekly mission in Lightfall last night on my Xbox with a couple of people. And we finally got to Callus, which was it was the the last mission of Lightfall was the weekly mission. Yeah. So we finally got to Callus and we were starting to get disconnected. <laughs> all three of us. So Callus was like zipping around the arena and was like invincible. And um, like all of the other enemies were starting to be invincible and were also zipping around. And like ones that we had killed would suddenly respawn. And yeah, that sounds terrible. They'd hit us like barely or we would just get booted off like into the ether from nothing. We would just like get kicked off the platform by nothing. <laughs> We're like, what is happening? That sounds terrible. <laughs> it was awful. Like, my God. I already hate that one. <laughs> and it was worse. It was worse. I almost went under the stairs. <laughs> right? Right? Like, I already hate that mission. That would make me quit. I almost did the under the stairs strat of hiding. <laughs> like that, having that experience, especially on that mission, like I would have quit. <laughs> it was, but we were so close to finishing. Like he was so low and then started doing that bullshit. I'm like, no, I'm just going to stick it out and finish it. Like we're so close. <laughs> I just need Kudos to Kudos to you it. for that. Uh, I mean, I was also using a controller. Uh, a controller element <laughs> on an Xbox. <laughs> I'm so used to using I mean, my mouse and keyboard. I like forgot how to do it. So I'm just playing like such a blueberry. I felt so bad for those guys because I'm like level 10, have played for nine years. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> how do you destiny? <laughs> what is shooting? <laughs> Aiming? 
Not me. <laughs> Don't know him. It boils down to the fact that like you had to jump to a different set of controls than you're used to. So like it's it's understandable. Oh my god, I had no idea what I was doing. And like aiming is hard. Like props to people who use controllers, man. Like this is difficult. <sighs> anyway, yeah. So good for you for playing as much as you did today. Like I couldn't. And a lot of what I did was just seasonal stuff and and patrol. So like yeah. I didn't do anything that was too intensive. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't have been any full reason as to like me getting kicked or anything aside from the servers actually just shitting the bed. I feel so bad for Bungie. Like, oh, yeah, this is so stressful for them. Like, kudos to the server people and like the network infrastructure people and like the companies that are hosting them. My God, like, yeah, I feel so bad for all of them because this is not their fault, (laughs) but they're having to deal with it. And like the brunt of all of this harassment from everybody who's just so frustrated. Like, I cannot imagine what they're going through. Like, my goodness. No, like, kudos to them because I, if I was in that situation, I would not be able to handle it as well as they have. Oh, yeah, no. They did change their patch notes that came out today because it is Tuesday. We're not recording on a Wednesday like we usually are. So, Bungie's decided because people want the armor for Crow Descent. And they're like, oh yeah, so sorry that it's hard to get all the armor pieces that you want. So they're now distributing the armor into different encounters to guarantee the pieces if you're still looking for certain ones. So it's like a more balanced distribution. So the weapon drops are the same. They're not changing those. So the new loophole um, in the abyss, it's helmet, gauntlets, chest armor, um, the bridge, it's gauntlets, chest armor, and leg armor. Your ute, it's chest armor, leg armor, and the class item. And Crota is leg armor, class item, and helmet. It's in the patch notes. It was uh, 7.2.0.5 if you want like the full list. And I think blueberries.gg has a full loot table because my partner made it and he'll be updating the loot table so you can always go to that website and like check out the loot table there are loot tables for all the raids up there by the way so you can always check there hell yeah they're very nicely laid out but yeah did you see what they're adding during spooky season I did. What are they adding? Are you excited? It is It is so devilish. Uh, they are <sighs> introducing a catalyst for the Thorn hand cannon. Yay! <laughs> it, it looks like it's going to be really good for PvP. So it has bonus range and stability. <laughs> yeah. It's already like super good in PvP. So it's just going to destroy people. <laughs> I'm very excited. It, it's going to be nice that it, it makes a comeback, you know? I mean, it's a finally a reason to play Festival of the Lost. That's how they're going to be releasing it? Yeah, because it's going to be during Festival of the Lost. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll give me a reason to jump in for Festival. Yeah. 
because I didn't think I was going to play otherwise. It's same. Because the armor doesn't spark joy for me. I don't really want to look like a bug because hive armor already looks like a bug. So I don't need more of that, you know? For me, it's more the fact that Titans are spiders. Oh, yeah. No. And I'm an arachnophobe. Yeah, you're you're no, no spiders. So that's that's a nope for me. Yeah. Nope. Um, since we've been having problems playing Destiny, except for today, apparently, um, what else have you been doing? Uh, so I've been watching Supernatural to prep for a convention that I'm going to starting the 28th of September. So like after before this episode drops, but after we're recording. And then I've been watching Pokemon movies and playing Pokemon. Like at, at this point, I'm I'm on the last grind for like the last two or three that I need. No. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Well, that sounds like fun. Uh, I'm still playing Dragon Age. Uh, in Dragon Age Inquisition. And I'm still playing Osu. But I seem to be in like some weird miasma of stuck in like 350,000 at my rank and like cannot get past it because I'm just not like trying to get higher rank plays. You're you're not trying to go as hardcore as you could. Yeah, I'm at this weird point where I play like five and a half star maps, but I don't have the skill to like get them at like S class level. So I just kind of like wallowing and like losing rank. <laughs> so if I do like get a little bit of rank, it's like plus seven or plus 10. Or if I get like a little bit of rank, it's like negative 195. If I like get any sort of thing out of it. And I'm like, cool, neat. Jeez. So it's really frustrating. So I'm at this like weird middle of the road. I've been stuck here for months. Zeph, like, like he flew right past me. He's just like, bye. Because well, he's, <laughs> he's at like two hundred and eighty thousand now. Well, because like he's got that that youngling reaction times. Like, it's not even that he started um, because I've been like picked up and carried by multiple like meta changes, so it like artificially inflated my rank. And he's not been hit by a meta change yet. So I've had to like struggle through having like rank changes and then having to like play harder to like get past that like meta change hump. And he's never had to do that yet. Gotcha. So he could just like play, get an S rank and then fly right past me because he's not had that like meta change yet. So because they haven't done one in like a year. Or almost a year, so. But I've like been the victim of a couple now, so we'll okay. see. They're due for one, then we'll see what happens. All the ranks will adjust. I'm sure he's still gonna fly through it, though. Oh, if it, he'll probably gain like fifty thousand rank from it, so he'll like go to like two hundred thousand. <laughs> is the ranking like whose line is it anyways where the points are made up yeah pretty much 
They, they like don't matter until you get to like uh like a f- five. Okay. Or something like a five digit or four digit. They don't really matter. They just like matter to you, essentially. Just, it's the peepee that matters. Gotcha. It's the peepee. You got to get the high peepee play. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for that because I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just like in real life. Peepee is the only thing. That you just want to have a bigger peepee than everyone else. I mean, sure, okay. Like, I understand the logic. I, I don't subscribe to it, but I understand it. Pretty much. Okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. All right, that was the last one. Little more explanation. Uh, some lore isn't pressed neatly into lore books, but they add to the overall universe of Destiny. So we're going to use these little lore episodes to do a dive into these individual lore tabs. A little missed? Yep. And this is going to be the Acolyte's Staff. Uh, how it's obtained is that this is the seasonal artifact for Season 22, Season of the Witch. The flavor text reads... A foreboding staff bearing engravings of hive runes and bound with mystical charms. And the Lord tab reads, Commander, speak to me not of the darkness. I want no part. I once cautioned an over-eager guardian who loitered near me in the tower. I did not mean their command over strand or stasis, but rather the deep, ancient corruption that empowers our enemies and corrodes our very souls. This force, this evil, if I may use such a simplistic term, surrounds us, and we must do all we can to limit our exposure, lest we find ourselves sinking below its dark waves. And so it is with great hesitancy that I examined the unusual Acolyte's staff created by Eris Morn and Imaru, the renegade ghost. I find their alliance baffling as she holds no love for the Hive, and he is the foul creature who resurrected Savathun. But even that is not as strange as the staff itself. In addition to being bound with charms and inscribed with powerful runes, the staff contains a small fragment of hive worm. Due to a ghastly ritual and a metaphysical loophole in sword logic philosophy, a guardian wielding the staff is able to transfer the power of their defeated foes to Miss Morn through a blood tithe. Seeking answers, I sought Miss Morn herself. I found her beyond a portal she erected in the helm. She was waiting on an elaborate bone dais in a forgotten corner of Savathun's throne world she called the Athenaea. As it allowed her to study the secrets of Savathun's spire. The seclusion of the locale was appealing, but when Miss Morn began to change, I fled. 
leaving my curiosity behind me. There is power within the staff, Commander. Terrible power. Speak to me not of the darkness. Master Rahul. Ooh. Sounds to me like Rahul's just being a bitch. I don't know about that. <laughs> like, Eris has been very sus this entire season. Oh, absolutely. Like, because, like, turning yourself into a hive is not great. Not a great look. <laughs> absolutely. Like, I, I understand that aspect. But at this point, it's it is a necessary evil. Well, it is. I get why we have to do it. And I get why we're like tithing to Eris. I understand that we're making her stronger so she can battle uh, Zivu Wrath without us tithing to Zivu. Yeah. Essentially, without our kills counting for Zivu. Right. I guess. Yeah. It's like taking power away from the enemy. It, it really is. Like, it. I see this as being a subversion of the actual tithes that should go to Zivu. Mm -hmm. And instead they're going to Eris. Yeah. Because like whenever we get into combat with Zivu's forces, it should be going to her because she is the god of war. Any act of right. war feeds her. But we are enacting since... the vengeance and Eris right. is now the the hive god of vengeance. Mm-hmm. So essentially, we're stealing the tithes that should go to Zivu and sending them to Eris. Yeah. I mean, it's a clever workaround. It's it feels very much like it's like any like F1 team reading the rules and then being like, so we like made a super flexi wing. All the parts are there. It doesn't flex <laughs> unless it's like under load. So it's fine. Like, but if you're putting a weight on it and it's stationary, it's not going to flex. So it's not really a flexi wing unless it's like moving at 200 kph. So it's like not really a flexi wing. And they're like, that's not in the spirit of the rules. But they're like, but it's in the rules. <laughs> if it's like, that's what this feels like right now. And... It feels bad. You're, <laughs> like, you're not wrong. It feels real bad. So, <laughs> Eris Mord feels like Red Bull winning a lot right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you're you're not wrong. I mean, it doesn't because like Max Verstappen's my boy, and I want him to win all of them. <laughs> but it still feels bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> damn you, Singapore. But um. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, I understand Rahul's uh, hesitancy with this. I do too. Because this feels different. This is a different kind of darkness. Because he's like, he doesn't mean like our use of strand or stasis. He's like, I don't mind you guys using the stuff. Right. He's like, this is different. This is actually evil. Like, I think something like really scared him. And I kind of want to know what it was. Well, like from what it sounded like, it was just Eris transforming, which to be frank, like 
we didn't actually get to see it. You know, the, the, yeah, we the did. player. We actually saw the the full transformation. Yeah, the first week. Like I I know that's when she transformed, but I I didn't. I thought it cut away. Uh huh. We saw it. Huh. We saw the things that like, come out of her shoulders and like her eyes change, and it was like a magical girl transformation, but it was Eris. And it wasn't as uh, elegant and cutesy. No, it wasn't like Sailor Moon go, but it wasn't like Hive God go, and you know <laughs> that I would kill for a Hive God Sailor Moon crossover look. That's what I want out of all of this. That that could be interesting. I want that now. That's what I want out of all of this. I need that. I don't know. This is... He, he talks about this force and the exposure to this force coming from the staff. It's like very specifically like the staff. Yeah. And a power coming from within the staff. And he mentions that it's because there's like a piece of the worm in the staff. Yep. And so I'm wondering, is that Savathun's hive worm? Are we just shaving parts off of it from like our gun? Oh, God. I, I don't think that is the case. Simply because like. We just, we just opened the hive worm gun and we're like, we just need a part of this. Sorry. <laughs> we're just cutting it like a ham and like closing the gun up again and putting it in this other one. Oh, like, God. <laughs> I, I don't like that. Um. Cause now I'm, I guess we could just get hive worm like wherever, right? Exactly. Like Eris like, didn't shit out the hive worm. That that's exactly it. Like uh, honestly, we can go kill a freaking acolyte and pick up the worm that drops from it. That's true. So we can just shoot its head, pick up the worm, and walk away. And but then hell, it, I mean, that wouldn't tithe. To, that wouldn't tithe to Zivu. Then would it? Is that just like a free agent worm at I, that point? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Like, are the worms connected like the Borg? Like, because like I, I always assumed that it was like once they become a hive, like, you know, once the, the krill and the worm come together, then they tithe to whichever hive god, you know, sister. Right. Mm -hmm. They, they subscribe to. Uh huh. So it's like AT&T or Verizon, but Savathun or Zivu or Roth. But only like once they become an adult. Uh-huh. If that even makes any sense. No, it does. And and that's that's how I always viewed it, but like I don't think we have concrete yay or nay on it. I need the steps that they would take to become indebted to or indentured servants of the hive gods like a clear flow chart of that i need that <laughs> <laughs> like how to become a thrall or whatever of zivu wrath <laughs> a guide <laughs> i need this because like I, whether it's a picture guide or something else because <laughs> like i i always looked at it as the fact that like it's the hive that gives the power and it's the hive, like it's the worm that gives the power and the worm that requires the killing. Right. So then once they get the worm, they tithe to whichever God. 
but mm-hmm. it, it also depends on the specific structure that that hive god has because like we know that oryx had his specific structure of you know the the killing tithes go up from thrall all the way back up to oryx and savathun has something similar but slightly different and we have no idea about zebu true i'm just really interested in that because knowing that function and that like how that behavior works might at least to me like helps to clear up a little bit of that power structure within the hive i think right and how it is a little bit different for eris or at least like how eris manipulated it for herself and i don't know if i feel like we're gonna learn more what is this week five (laughs) six Six? Oh, we're almost at the end. And I still haven't like learned anything. There's there's only one week of story left. There's only one week of story left, and this whole season has been like tithe more. And, and literally the whole story. And the reason I say that is because there's an actual um triumph that specifically says complete the uh the weekly quest, and it has milestones for every week. And it only goes up to week seven. So, like, there might be a little bit of story after that as, like, closing out the season. But for the most part, the story is going to be done at week seven. And honestly, it, I I do see there being an end of season thing where, like, we go kill Zivu or we help Eris kill Zivu. Interesting. I hope not, just because I I wouldn't want them to do Zivu dirty like that. but. They did Corey a journey like that. It, right. Like that's they've that's, done like multiple other characters journey like that. That's why I'm saying like it's I'm hoping, but I'm also tempering my expectations on that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, having played like the majority of the seasonal stuff, I'm just like, uh Yeah. Like we there's been just like tithe more to me. And that's like a, that's like all I've gotten out of it. And so I either am missing the the big message of all of it, which I don't think I am. No, you're you're not. And that's like not me being like supremely negative. It's just being realistic. The majority of this season has just been all right. We're feeding Eris. We're we're tithing to Eris to feed her and make her grow as a hive god. Right. And then everybody's showing their concern because we have a homegrown hive god in our backyard. I mean, the one thing I'd be concerned about next season, if Eris doesn't stop being evil, is taking Eris down before the final shape. Or that might be how the hive continue on afterward. Maybe. We end Zivu, Savathun doesn't come back, but Eris goes rogue. Or Eris becomes the leader of the hive somehow and then like makes it so they don't attack us anymore or join us question mark i mean like it could go a multitude of different ways it could and we have no idea it it really could it could it could go in a who knows at this point i don't know but i am liking that this season has had Amaru in it because he is such a dick 
and oh my god he is like i've really enjoyed him he's like what's up sluts like <laughs> like daddy amaru here I'm like yeah cool neat the, the, give me more of that <laughs> the only complaint i have is that the seasonal uh-huh. title is not neon nerds uh you keep wanting neon nerds because it would be amazing the seasonal title is so cool though I don't even actually remember what it says. It's like Haru Haruspis or something. It means like blood sacrifice. And that makes sense story-wise. Or like animal sacrifice or something. Like or divination through like animal guts. I think that's what it is. And story-wise, I mean it makes sense. Yeah. Which is like a super cool kind of metal thing, so. Yeah. I'd have to like look it up, but it's something like that. I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't have it in front of me and I'm just guessing. Right. But I think it's kind of vaguely that I haven't gone in the game in a little while because DDoSing. <laughs> no, that that makes sense. And it, <laughs> oh. it is a metal title and I I understand it. I it actually goes well story wise. Yeah, I'm still like. Still just mad that we didn't get Neon Nerd as a a title. Me too. I mean, that would have been very funny, but, you know, I think this one is probably more appropriate for, like, their super, you know, edgy Yu-Gi-Oh season, so. <laughs> it's not even Yu-Gi-Oh because know. it's not done in, like, the first turn. Uh, I know, that's just... <laughs> That's true. They're edgy JoJo season. How about that? Yeah, that that works. Okay. They're yeah. they're one yeah, yeah, piece yeah. deck. Like it just goes on oh and my on God. and on. <laughs> Over a thousand episodes and still going. And that was the prequel. Oh my god, the live um the live uh one piece is actually really good on Netflix. I haven't it. seen it yet, but I've heard good things about it. It's really good. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. You should definitely watch it. Now that, that you know, Supernatural is going to be out of the way, I'm I'm actually looking for stuff to watch. It's like 14 seasons of Supernatural or something. 15. And then there was oh a, a spinoff that only lasted one episode or one a season. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's so much television. Anyway, do you have anything else for this? We don't usually read like the seasonal artifact ones, but I think they're really interesting and do have a lot to do with the season. And we don't usually get Rahul stuff. No, we we usually don't. Um, Going in, knowing that this would have been like the first lore tab that we would have gotten or one of the first, it it makes it interesting because Rahul is trying to pre-warn the Vanguard like, hey, this could go wrong. This is something to be concerned about. And we're seeing that play out in the actual story. It is. But also, like, our guardian or all the guardians doing this are so unconcerned. Oh, yeah. You realize this, right? Like, oh, absolutely. Every, Rahul is super concerned. Ikora, super concerned. Like, Zavala, super mega Doppler concerned. Everyone is concerned. Even they had one se- they had one week where Sloan was there and they were talking. Sloan, super concerned. Us? Us. 
not concerned at all. We're super chill with this. We're having fun making our like advent calendar decks or whatever. We're just like <laughs> rolling with it. We're like, oh, you have stuff for us. If we get this card, you're going to just give us things. OK, like, well, because like we don't give a shit. Because <laughs> like, like quite literally, our, our guardian has taken down two hive gods, a, a god, you know, a hive worm god. We've taken down two different disciples like we act like the guardian acts like we're a badass, which I mean, accomplishment wise, we are. Yeah. But it's because of all the the groundwork that was laid before us. Like we just happen to get lucky. Mm -hmm. But typically they just they show that that just goes to our head and we're just not concerned. I just still think it's wild that our guardian is like, yep, whatever. It's cool. But everyone else, very concerned. Our guardian, do to do. Like, <laughs> Elsie's like, oh God, the dark future is coming true. Ikora's like, oh, yeah. that's a warning. And I see my friend turning into something that she hates. Everybody yeah, else the rest is like, of us, we're just fine. That's dark. That's, that's stuff we shouldn't touch. And we're sitting there going, oh, that's cool. Do I get a new gun? That's cool. Guns. Guns. Please, <laughs> guns. It's like all over there. Like, please, may I have some more? But it's like, please, here's some tithes. And then it's like, tithes for guns. And yeah, that's pretty much this whole season. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. And it's kind of frustrates me. But yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> I just want to see like how it ends up because like I don't see an ending to this. Usually I see like the very obvious ending. But with this one, I really don't. I don't know if it's because I'm like so disconnected from the game right now, like both literally and emotionally. But <laughs> I just like I just don't see like what the end game is. The way that I see this going is that it's going to be one final mission. Mm -hmm. We're defending Eris, taking out that that hive knight of Zivu that that we saw like mid season because there was that one mission where we go to the altars and one of Zivu's knights just kind of spawns in and we do a little bit of damage to it and then it just fucks off. Oh yeah. We take care of it while over the comms, Eris is getting ready to fight Zivu. And then it's going to be a cutscene. Like, that's how I see the, the end of season thing going. So, like, how every season ends? Pretty much. And story-wise, I can see Eris defeating Zivu. I can see Eris defeating Zivu because she's strong. She has us backing her. And we love to kill stuff because we want weapons. Exactly. Like, if they had made this a community event where we had to kill X number of things. Oh, God. People would literally farm stuff. Absolutely. If they're like, hey, we'll give you 100 enhancement cores if you go farm shit. Oh, my God. Like, this would have been the perfect. I would have farmed so many things if they're like enhancement cores for farming. Oh, you want you want masterwork cores? You want to like you want just mats? You, you want mats? 
um, you have to go farm kills because that's what you need to do to make Eris stronger. Go farm stuff. I would have been like, yes, yes, sir. Okay. You got me. Like this. Finger guns. Let's go. This would have been the perfect community event. It would have. As opposed to like deposit fractaline. Oh, I know. Right. <laughs> so like. I would not have. I deposited like zero fractaline. I think it's like 36,000 or something is what I deposited because I didn't care. It's the kill stuff for other stuff. I would have done that. Oh, and see, I, I deposited a ton of fractaline because I wanted the shader. Oh, yeah, I didn't get that. Come to find out the shader was god awful. Yeah, that's why I didn't do it, because the shader was ugly. Ew. Yeah. That's how I see the end, end of season going. Like, either mm-hmm. Zivu is going to be, you know, on death's door, or we actually are going to kill her. But it's it's going to be Eris who delivers the final blow. We end up just fighting Zivu's number two that showed up from that one mission. That knight? Probably. I, I don't I know. I keep forgetting that knight's name. That's the one from that. Um, I don't remember. Uh, was that the one that we got the ship from in that one? No. Okay. Because that one died already. Oh, I see. Because you're, you're thinking of the one from uh, season of the... God, it was it was it was the season that Crow actually became a speaking character where they introduced the Wrathborns. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the season. But no, like, I, I know the one you're talking about, but it's I I think that one's already dead. And it, okay. it wasn't important enough to actually have a throne world. So it didn't respawn anywhere. Oh. And again, like all of this is just assumptions. Right, right. Because there's there's little little lore on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. We'll see in a couple of weeks or a week or a month or whenever. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Do you have anything else on this? I think that's enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't see anything else. Um I don't think we give Master Rahul enough credit because we never get anything. We don't never get any lore with him. We just see him and like make him do all of our decoding. And and we hate on him because of the decoding. Yeah. Well, he used to give me blues for my purples. So <laughs> screw that guy. And greens for uh, my purples. <laughs> uh, I opened Destiny 1 the other day and I gave him a purple and he gave me a green and I was through my controller. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you piece of shit <laughs> you're sitting there going why couldn't it have been you that died instead of Ives seriously right uh, <laughs> it was the worst God. anyway shout outs uh, shout out to Rindle actually Oh, he played some of the, the audio for that will be releasing for the previous episode. And it was just amazing. It was very funny. What about you? Shout outs? Uh, shout outs to the WGA writers. The strike has come to a tentative end. Good job, guys. I'm so happy for you. Hooray. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Writer strike ending. Congratulations. Everyone capitulated. Woo. So they came to an agreement. 
Finally. Um, SAG after is still on strike. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> um also they authorized uh um they voted like 98 percent for video game voice actors to go on strike as well so that strike authorization has been uh well it's authorized that just means there's like not a strike yet but at the end of the month um when sag after goes to the table with all of the companies that are in agreement with sag after for video game voice actors and like motion capture actors and stuff if they don't come to an agreement then all of us go on strike too so <laughs> yay <laughs> neat so <laughs> woo that's my shout out <laughs> i'm so excited so long and short of it is the writers have come to a uh- a tentative agreement. Yeah, I'm really happy for them. Actors are actors are still saying fuck you. Actors are holding out for a better time for everybody because the working actor gets screwed all the time. Oh, absolutely. And like they should be able to afford to live and they mostly can't. Absolutely. So, and I, I wasn't saying that as a you know, fuck the actors. No, I I was saying that because the deals that they've been presented have been god awful. So they just said, fuck you. That and like residuals from streaming services, oh God, yeah. they should be getting those. That's ridiculous that they're not. And the streaming services are like, we're going to hold on to all of that money. And people are like, how about No. Yeah, so. what what gets me is they hold on to all that money for residuals and then they increase the charges to the customers. Mm-hmm. Like all these strikes are literally just because corporate greed. Yep, exactly. It's cool. It's neat. Uh, they could have afforded it, you know, ages ago and just, you know, not gotten, you know, a hundred million dollars for their CEO. But, you know, he needs a new yacht or whatever. So neat um so that's my shout out so uh stay strong sag after people definitely i i second that we'll get through it eventually Uh, my goodness we have some special thanks for this episode the audio for this episode was produced by rindle zevis he's amazing and i love him you can find him at rindle zevis on twitter not on x X is dead to me. The artwork and music in this episode is copyright of Bungie. We're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. If you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They're the resource we use to make our show notes. Thank you, Baxter. Thank you, Baxter. And here's some reminders for you. Uh, we're on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can tweet at me at hey, it's Orchid or Elemist at I underscore am underscore Elemist. Uh, we are also on Instagram, guardians of lore, threads, same. We are also on blue sky, guardians of lore.bsky.social. Email guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Leave us a review, join our Discord. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. That's pretty much it. Say goodbye, Elvis. So much in that last bit. I know.
I did it all in one breath. Goodbye, Elamist. Oh my gosh, goodbye. Goodbye, Elamist. Otters. Are sleek. <laughs> they are. <laughs>